Time in the saddle, myself, Ryan O'Connor, joined by Jason Lint, Olympic Cycles, Giant Cycles. Of course, we've booted Chris Willemster Jr. from this podcast completely. Oh, it should be. Uh, it's away. Now, now we're in heaven. We're in heaven. And we've <laughs> got uh, some amazing guests as we talk all things cycling. Uh, and the people that make the industry work, whether it be road, whether it be mountain, trail, gravel, all forms of uh, cycling events. This is where you'll catch it in this podcast. Uh, this week, two special guests, Rupert Vantuchek, uh, Swindon Properties and Hardcore Enduro Trail Rider. How's it, uh, Rupert? How's it going? Lekker. And then how's it to pull a medal as well from Liat? will also be joining us. How's it, Paul? Hi. Good and we'll be here. talking all things gear because you guys specialize helmets, gloves, all things accessories-wise. We're, we're going to be chatting about sure. that. Rupert, let's start with Enduro Trail. Those people that do it will know what it is. What is Enduro Trail? Okay, well, Enduro is just the racing form of trail mountain biking. Yeah. And trail mountain biking is getting in your bike heading out into the mountains and enjoying cycling. Okay. Trail riders prefer downhills. They yeah. don't mind uphills, but... Uh, <laughs> no, your downhills are cool. Th- that's it. That's the, fun, that's the fun part of the sport. Yeah. And enduro is just the formalized racing of it, and it tends to focus on a more rougher, tougher yeah. aspect of the sport. It's hardcore. I'm a mountain bike rider, and I see the guys coming down, and they, I mean, they're flying. And then I realize when they're down that it's a different setup in terms of the bike. I look at the bike I'm using, which is a normal lefty, uh, Canada lefty, okay. and then I see the bike that the enduro irks. There's a bit of longer travel in the front fork etc am I right in saying that's that that's it longer travel longer slacker suspension yeah, yeah. dropper seat post wider bars okay. everything that we're seeing in cross country now right because XCO is getting a bit more aggressive you can be that guy coming down that hill fast if you just had a couple small changes to your bike right that's the only difference so you don't advise oaks I mean don't take your, your mountain bike that you normally your 29er and go and try the I mean it's not advisable to do the enduro on that bike setup as it is no actually the enduro circuit in South Africa is set up to try and co- cover all the bases we okay. want to get those XC guys in here we yeah. believe that getting XC guys on the XC bikes doing downhills yeah. will make them faster on the circuit yeah. simple as that and uh, the other side is we do have tracks for more hardcore riders. The circuit has just really exploded in the past year, year, year am I say, right in saying the year, year and a half? It's just yeah. like everyone's involved in it. It's, there's amazing, the guys and girls that volunteer of their time to make the circuits. It's just incredible. Enduro Western Cape is now uh, under a new committee. We've uh, all riders, um, and the last three events that we've done have been hyper successful. Giant and Tigerberg uh, Mountain Bike Club with the sponsors have been part of it, so thank you to them. And all we've seen is smiles, high fives, flannel, and guys who are stoked to be riding and that's what we want to push mountain biking is not just about racing it's about enjoying the ride and Rupert I mean obviously with a trail rider emphasis I mean there's been times where a little kid on a hardtail wins the race if they're skilled enough correct we do have a light category <laughs> and there are some skilled kids out there they go flying there is a there is that uh, category offered to riders yeah. so and we have been blown away at how many kids have come along and have done well. Mm-hmm. They're so happy. It's not four to six hours dying on a, at an XC race somewhere. It's kind of like, I wouldn't say family fun, but yes. it's, it's cool fun for everyone. Yeah. Going on a ride, if you're an XC rider, you spend six hours in the saddle and you, you bombed. The guys kind of get together and your adrenaline's so high after doing an enduro uh, a, a course that the Oaks are back in the coffee shop and they're talking about the run they had. It's, it's, it's that. It's that adrenaline-fueled um, uh, run when it comes to, 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 to enduro trail. And, uh, I mean, has it got that same sort of format that you have a practice day and then the guys come and do a race day, or is it now just race day story? We, we don't practice this any time up until the event. You can go ride the trails. We make those courses known. We want to make it as safe as possible. So uh, practice is every day up until before the event. There's no medics on site. We can't really formalize that. But everything on the day is uh, racing. you got one shot to drop in there. 
and uh, get the best time. And do, are you getting support from the trails, from the Yonkers Hook and the other areas to actually host the events? We've or had is that a lot a of good support. Now that everything's looking, uh, now that everything's more formalized, um, and the, uh, there's a, a better sort of, uh, or there's a riders pushing the event, we've had brilliant feedback from Tigerberg, they've been mm. huge at actually making courses specifically for us. So altering an XC track that has a downhill element to be a bit more enduro on the day. And right. I mean, you don't always know it, but I mean, I hunt you on Strava segments down just to be within a percentage of you, then I'm happy. <laughs> wow, what do you, stalker. What, 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 do you, what do you ride in that lets you be so much faster than me? Uh, I'm Yo, what is your kit? What, what, what kit are you using? What bike are you using? Uh, for? The difference is w- wider bars. Just slightly thicker, uh, tougher wheels, um, and less brakes. Are, are you okay, putting your less brakes? Because I've got, I've like, got wide bars, I've got wide like tires. <laughs> but and brand, what what bike yeah. are you riding? Uh, I'm currently riding a uh, Santa Cruz, awesome. uh, 29 oh, That was the most uh, comfortable bike I'd ever owned. The tall boy. Yeah. I was so sorry to get rid of that. And I'm sorry, Cannondale. I love you, Omnico. And I love the Cannondale. But it's like a Cannondale is like a Ferrari. The chassis is built to be like lightweight, yeah. to be su- supreme. And for a bigger guy, uh, the cushioning I got in the Santa Cruz was just world class. Well, anyway, I was hunting you on a tour boy yesterday. So, okay. So, the bike's not the problem. So, I need to ride You more. need to ride You more. need to ride more. And that's what I want, we want to encourage, guys. It's, mm. The bike makes a difference, but mm. it's a rider. We've got to get South African guys to relax do some skills clinics. I'll take you out on the yeah. trail okay, if you want cool. to spend some time with me. And yeah. we can do a couple of small things that will change your riding. And, and one day I saw you and I thought I thought you had a puncture on the side of the road, but you were actually using uh, Uber as a shuttle service. Tell me, tell me about that. Enduro trail guys don't really like uphills. Uh, the trails are really close to the city in Cape Town. So what I managed to do was work out that if you use Uber Excel uh, at the bottom of most of the trails, it'll take you right up to the top. top. That's for, brilliant. What, Forty bucks. <laughs> That's so brilliant. So you can get four, maybe five uh, rides. So now, now I don't stop when somebody's on the side of the road with their wheels off the bike because they're probably just catching at Uber. The That's farmer it. makes or good even money. Carry, or pick them up. Pick, All yeah. they need is a lift, lift to the top. To the, top. Of the, hill. <laughs> the, the farmers make quite a bit of money. The guy dairy shed's got a tractor or a bucky, and then he's got like a, like a, a trailer. And then he'll load you all in, and every 20 minutes he goes up, and I think he charges the guys. It's I think, called Shuttle Day. That's it's on it. the 9th of December, it's and it's all about getting sh- shuttled up to the top to ride the downhills. Rupert, awesome. what, what's the etiquette when going downhill? Um, do you have to wait a given time to go behind somebody? I, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out because, I mean, they can, you can pick up some serious speed going down, and obviously the more advanced guys go a lot quicker down. Is there any kind of etiquette in terms of going down? Do you leave a certain gap between yourself and the next guy or the guy behind you? In racing, we do leave a gap because okay. if you can see the guy in front of you, it yeah. does advantage right. the rider at the back. So okay. we leave about 15 to 20 seconds, 30 okay. seconds, depending on um, the, the, quality, the capability of the rider. Okay. And on a training, if you're out there just training by yourself, you you're, it's just normally let the guy the go. Training give day, him a you bit. go immediately. You ring your bell. You put them under pressure, and you wait till they fall, and then you carry on. And you, <laughs> and you call Strava, Rider, and you make it as difficult as possible. <laughs> I love it. Um, listen, and I want to now, uh, on the same note, because I, I really I, I feel like we, we're having a conversation. We're leaving Paul out here uh, because I want to get to the equipment side of stuff. Paul, uh, good to have you here. Good Thank you. Because he didn't bring us any helmets. Um, but it's not only helmets. <laughs> I mean, we talk about doing uh, enduro trail neck braces as well things that are important in terms of safety uh it's something that's obviously uh primal in terms of a primary need we need to actually it's prime it's primal and primary because you need good protection going down uh, downhill when doing enduro trail sure you guys do everything yeah we, we've um evolved from from the neck brace mm-hmm. um and bicycles a big part of our business now yeah. uh, gravity 
but also right down to the XE. So we've got helmets, we've got gloves, we've got riding kit, um, baggies, um, in the shorts. So, yeah, to protect a rider. Uh, I've actually had the pleasure of uh, riding with Rupert um, at the Garden Route <laughs> Trail Park. And um, don't uh, believe him when he says he needs to get a lift to the top because they can, can ride pretty yeah. hard up, <laughs> up and down. Now, Paul, who stocks? I mean, uh, d- you, your stuff is available anywhere. If I'm listening to this podcast, I'm in Joburg, I'm in Durban. Retailers will have will have your product. Sure. Yeah, we've got. If, if you go onto our website, leah.com, um, there's a comprehensive list of uh, the retailers that, that stock our our goods nationwide. And and have you seen noticed an increase in people purchasing? Obviously, the the essentials. Are, are they has there been an increase over the past couple of years in in your sales of of helmets, accessories, etc. Sure, et cetera? Uh, especially gloves. Uh, yeah. For the trails, guys are adding long finger gloves, mm. um, and and we've developed a really good glove that uh, well, there's a couple of models that that gives you a good feel on the bars. Um, good control over the brakes, which you obviously need, yeah. and um, good venting. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, before there was the short cut-off finger road glove that, I mean, I, I rode with. Me too. Everyone did. Hurt the fingers doing mountain biking in the That's mud. That's it. But <laughs> if you get a pine needle stuck up your nail, you'll know all about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, we definitely have evolved on that side. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think. I also think that your, um, your helmets have been really great with the removable jaw piece. A nice. big introduction to enduro mountain biking is a full face helmet with a removable jaw piece. So when you're racing, that jaw, that jaw goes on. And when you're nice. off, you've got that helmet for normal trail riding. How huge, many, how many jaws has that saved? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the guys, you know, you normally over the bars, uh, OTB, which most trail riders know, and um, you land on your face um, if you're lucky or the back of your head. So our helmets are, technically we've developed something, we own the tech on that, so we don't just go to a manufacturer and put our label or our logo on a helmet. Mm. We develop it in-house in our lab. Uh, it's biomedically tested, and, and we've actually reduced uh, concussion levels with the tech inside our helmet. So it's something very special, and uh, at the right price point, um, really good, and it's taken off well. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing I love about a lot of your products is that they are relatively unique. I mean, they're not just taking a mold of something and 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 replicating mm. it and rebranding somebody else's uh, helmet or glove. I mean, I, I kind of actually thought, ah, oh, gloves. We don't need another glove, Paul, mm. in, on the on the shelf. But then when I rode with it, it really is quite unique. That micro texture stuff yeah. you've got going on, like Rupert said on the helmets. I mean, they're just it's your own products, and it's not just sure. taking an off the shelf vendor. And obviously, training is important as well. I mean, Jason, how many staff? I mean, at any given time, you employ dozens of staff that need to be trained. When sure. a customer walks in and says, listen, this is the kind of uh, product I'm looking for. This is what I'm using it for. Uh, to offer them and, and knowledgeably know, well, listen, and you've used the product yourself. You have your staff members use it and go, listen, I can tell you something for a fact. If you're going to do Enduro stuff, this is the stuff. This is what you need. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're looking for. So uh, it's obviously pivotal that your staff are trained uh, and Definitely. knowledgeable they, on the product. They, they need to know. And I think what what awesome helps with the leared helmets is that they are so unique they've yeah. got this unique protection thing they've got that clip off face nobody else has it so i ride with the easy. staff okay and their staff are fast so oh, really? whatever they wear <laughs> it's, it's good it's good yeah, yeah. yeah.
I've been looking more and more, and a lot of people have been actually requesting us to talk more about products and talk mm. about specifics of the products because you're spoiled for choice in the marketplace when you're going to go and walk, even when you walk into a, a store to go and choose a product that's su- suitable for you. And I love the fact, I mean, uh, Giants are still the, the global leaders in month. Yeah, and that particular bike is a new model to the range. They haven't had a 29er version of a proper trail yeah. bike until yeah. a, a month or two ago. Specifics? What kind of shock system is there? What kind of, a, what, what's well, the basic You know, there's five system? different models, yeah. so really the principle is so that if one compare, is the top of the range. Uh, yeah, and you get two, your advanced three, your advanced ranges, which is your carbon ranges. Right. And within the carbon, you'll still get your one, two, and three. Got and you. then you'll get your one, twos, and threes, which is your aluminium ones. Yeah. Okay, so you were on the carbon. And I was on the aluminium. Aluminium. Uh, the beauty behind it is it's a, it's beautiful for climbing. Mm. It's 115 millimeters of travel. As soon as you want to go downhill, mm. you just switch the suspension around, the uh, switches, and it descends beautifully. And, it's, and it's, it makes you more capable on the downs. When I nice. see so many guys yeah. on this race snakes, race yeah. snake, race snake bikes, bikes yeah. struggling to get down there because yes. they don't have a dropper, their bars are too thin. Yeah, um, we just fly past them. Yeah. It's small things. See, this sometimes is, it is about the bike. It is, yeah. But people need to be told this. You know, a lot mm. of people see uh, elite athletes using product, and obviously, you know, everyone wants to have the best. And it's not the same sport as road cycling, where you can get on a really light frame bike and it do a reasonably good time because it's a straight road or it's an uphill and downhill. And I'm talking about road cyclists emulating their heroes when they watch something like Tour de France. Uh, a lot of uh, mountain bikers might want to see some of the greats and go, "Well, I want the, the, that bike, whether it be a giant, whether it be a whatever." Um, um, I want that bike because it's the, the the latest greatest bike, and money is not an object. I can spend 150 or 200 thousand, and then they battle, like you said. You see these guys, and they're battling in the gear that they have. Because it's not the right equipment for them. Um, and you must see that a hell of a lot. Hey, Jason, 100%. guys walking into the store going, I bought this bike. It cost me 200,000 Rand. But I go downhill and I'm, I, 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 I crap myself going downhill because I'm too scared downhill. Yeah. And you go, well, if you took taken my advi- our advice, started with something or, or looked at something that was more suitable to your riding needs right now, you would not only save money, but you'd be in a more com- comfortable setup. Sure. And I mean, you know, Rupert's touched on it. The, the yeah. change that people can make is just put fatter tires on, yeah. put tires with more grip. And yeah. no matter what bike you've got, it'll change it. And so maybe even going off cleats. We'll oh, really? There we will differ. Let's there. talk about yeah. that. Okay, Paul will referee this one then. Okay, Paul, you, yeah. you, you ref this. I, I, I obviously have cleats, <laughs> but I see these guys go, go without cleats. And I've, yeah. It's been mind-blowing because I wonder how, how do you keep the grip uh, without cleats on? So the argument is, do we go with, with cleats or without? And then Chris Willems has said to me, no, listen, the guys are crazy to go without cleats. You've got to know what you're doing on that bike. You've got to feel the bike. You can feel it properly, but you've got to know what you're doing. You've got to be really good at the technical stuff to, to go without cleats. Well, Am I, I right? I think anyone should first start without cleats and, and learn the skill. And if they want to go to cleats thereafter, wow. great. But That's it. They're, they work together. Uh, I'm nervous about calling it versus. It's okay. together. Okay. If you have pedals and something goes wrong, you can eject easily. You're not going to be attached to the bike. Got you. And once you've got used to riding, then start playing with uh, cleats. My girlfriend's done the same thing. She started for the first six months on cleats, didn't fall as hard. Now she's on cleats, but she's developed those skills that put you in contact with your bike. Your feet touching those pedals, small diff- small changes, which uh, you won't feel in cleats. You'll feel on pedals, but they will help big mm. time. Can I tell yeah. you what? Can I just tell you what puts me off? This, you know, I remember going to school and slipping off my pedal and hitting my balls on the bar. 
Uh, we'll, we'll call it what it is. If you listen to this podcast, everyone's done this. That's been, oh, everyone I know at least has done this. Having pedals and trying to get up and, pa- and pedal and actually letting your foot slips. And I, I can't help but shake that imagery out of my head that that's going to happen to me. If this I don't is the key thing. The right pedals and the right shoes. You can't just gotcha. say, you can't yeah. just say uh, flats. You've got to say nice wide pedals with good uh, pins and great shoes. Five tens, the giant shoes. Or, uh, uh, I'm no, in principle, I don't yesterday. disagree with you. I mean, for a learning exercise, it's yeah. just that most people don't want to spend to get nice pedals, nice shoes, and then still yeah. have to get nice other pedals and shoes. So, what's that ballpark learned. figure? Well, what are you talking about spending? I mean, 10 you grand. can spend. No, no. I mean, look, the shoes are a grand or two, and and the pedals are anywhere between five hundred and fifteen hundred, right. probably. But you know, th- then you're doing two sets of that to get. get a flat I say and a clip. Get both. Oh, get both. Okay. And then one uh, month. Uh, Jeez, I'm a bad salesperson. I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm intrigued. I love this. I want to try it. Play around and trail. Tra- play around with skills. Yeah. yeah. And then racing. If you're going to do an XC race, get cleats. Yeah. They so, work together. So on the uphill, I find that I can pull still. With, with yeah, the definitely. So yeah. I, it helps me on the uphill, especially carrying a, a lot of extra weight on the uphill. The pulling helps me. But I'm intrigued by, by going cleatless and by going with, with that route. So I, I want to give that a bash. Jason, we, we, were, we promised everyone that we'd shoot a video of um, some of the e-bikes. And we're, get, we're yeah. getting this in the bag because you've just received uh, the latest shipment of e-bikes, uh, the, uh, the Giants new e-bikes, which are, by the way, the best looking e-bike on the market. If anyone can show us um, via social media or any other means a better looking e-bike than Giants New Range, uh, please send it through to us because I've looked at everything on the market. You don't even notice it's an e-bike. And the, the biggest thing about it, and we'll get there, it's a totally different subject because I know that the diehard oaks don't want to talk about e-bikes. Sure. Um, but R- Rupert's starting to walk out the room. Get I know, because he's like, okay, I'm going to out the room now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's another wonderful debate. It is. It's huge. Yeah. And it's, it, it's big. And I'm a massive fan because I don't have time. So my, my thing is I want to do, I want to get the sights in. I want to be on the bike. I want to be active. Uh, it won't replace my mountain bike, but if I've got an hour as opposed to three hours and I want to get out and get to the top of the hill and smash in a quick uh, a, a downhill section, whatever, the e-bike is phenomenal with me. I've never actually used more than a bar on the e-bike for that purpose only because in an hour I'm back and I'm, hey, showered and done and I'll say, I, I get to wherever I'm going and go, hey, I was up uh, the top in the Tita, I went down the back, I went to Mirandal and I'm back. And they're like, what? Impossible. Mm-hmm. And I go, yeah, and I got a lekker workout. It was, oh. it was good. Um, but it won't replace the mountain bike because it's not hand the same Hand in hand, cleats and yeah. flats, and e-bikes and normal bikes. Yeah. They're going to work together. We'll talk about e-bikes in the next uh, episode of Time in the Saddle because Jason will have more info on the new Giants that are yep. available. Have you got stock of them? Yeah, we've got stock. And hopefully we get a video out uh, by the end of next week. Nice. And the reason why I say I like them is they look decent. You, don't, you can't actually tell that they're e-bikes, which is nice. And people yeah. don't rip you off on the trails. Um, <laughs> Rupert, let's talk quickly about what happens between now and the end of the year. What, uh, what have you got? So now's a quiet time, you say. Is there nothing happening in, on the calendar between nothing, now uh, and December? We've got one Enduro. Dirtopia have their Enduro this week. Um, and then after that, it's literally quiet till January. It's about trail riding. So nice. we're going to go to the places like the Cedarburg, Gardner Trail Park, yeah. uh, Grayton. Phenomenal trail networks. They've got bed and breakfast, great accommodation. So get your trail gear. Go out and explore this province. We've got nice. phenomenal, phenomenal trail centers. Rupert, how do people get hold of you? Are you on social media? Do you have an email address that you can give out to people? Uh, I, just for social media. Social just media. drop me on, uh, a line on social media. Okay. Um, and I've got a Gmail account. And your social handle is? At RVT1. Love it. Thank Instagram, 
Twitter. Love I know in Twitter, Instagram, or so. Uh, no, Instagram's Facebook. cool because people can see the, the gear that you're on and the kind of, the kind of stuff that you do. There doing. we are, yeah. It's stunning. Um, all right. And then, Paul, listen, let's just chat quickly about what uh, what's happening in your. It's an exciting time because recently we've had product launch uh, globally. Uh, have you guys got exciting stuff that you can share with us? Yeah, well, our, our 2019 kit has already been launched. Is it in store? Uh, it's in store. Oh, man. And uh, great new colorways, um, some new product as well. And um, you offer the riders out there riding trails, mm. you know, we add to your confidence. Sure. Dressing correctly, uh, wearing the lightweight knee guards, the right gloves, the helmets. Uh, you can push the limits and, and still stay safe. Yeah, I, And I think it's a must. But before you even go out and attempt it, if it's something that you're keen on doing, go and buy the Get the right gear. Protect yourself and uh, and, and, and look no further than uh, than Liet and what they have to offer. You guys stock a comprehensive range, a range sure. at, at Giant. Yeah. And you're online as well. You've got a great online store. Sure. Yeah, there, we've got All a couple the products of partners yeah. um, th- that are involved in online. Yeah. Nice. Uh, thanks, Paul. Thanks, Rupert. Thanks for joining us on this uh, podcast of Time in the Saddle. I look to, forward to having you both back uh, as we approach uh, the next season. Next season, Close three races. Dates stunning. are going to be out soon on our Facebook page. Uh, riding f- for guys who want to get into it and riding and tough riding for guys who want to enjoy the gnarliness <laughs> and the fun of uh Enduro. It's awesome. There's no excuses why you should not be out with the family. I see young kids out there, even if they're not ready to get on the bike, they come and look at watch dad and mom go down. It's a great family sport to be involved with. Uh, thanks to both of you for joining us. And uh, Jason and I will be back talking more things, uh, uh, cycling and cycling related. And we'll have a conversation about e-bikes in the near future as well. I also want to find out what's in Jason's calendar in terms of the next couple of weeks. Jason, have you got anything this weekend that you've got planned? Well, the bike fest this weekend in Constantia, that's a big one. There's uh, going to be loads of people displaying things demo bikes that's really everybody needs to get onto yeah, web get tickets there. and get to bike we endorse fest. that event yeah. nice very cool uh, in terms of uh, things happening on the global calendar Grootvlei Reform Church in Royval Gauteng uh, that is the place 10th of November it's the Thanksgiving sportive BSSS sportive Thanksgiving ride uh, it uh, is a 92 there's a 92 a 52 and a 25k ride uh, details are all on cycleevents.co.za in terms of your weather uh, the weather wise Johannesburg looking partly cloudy you have a 25 on saturday cape town's looking perfect for a weekend ride 25 and 28 respectively saturday and sunday uh like i said johannesburg 26 28 partly cloudy on the friday i mean on the saturday and then a little bit of rain in derbs you're looking at a highs of about 25 partly cloudy and 24 with a chance of rain on sunday uh, enjoy the time in the saddle and jason lint and myself ryan o'connell will be back with another podcast soon